a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me slipcaster, Hamish. I would never, uh, I'd never cast in the traditional way. <laughs> I'd always just slip it out the side when no one was looking. I don't like eyes on me when I cast. Ahoy to me turner, Jack. Yep, can't keep him still. Uh, okay. What do you mean? <laughs> well, like you got to keep him moving. Got to keep him moving. Oh, turning. Yeah, 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 sure. And I'd be the thrower in this. I think we're commercial fishermen. No. I thought we were... Are we bakers? No. Hang on. Slip casting, turning, throwing. What is it? What's the baker? What's the baker? <laughs> what is like throw big... the dough in the air like they do with pizza. <laughs> big bread. <laughs> and you're just turning it over while it's yeah, baking. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. What do we got? We are clay production, ceramics okay. or pottery. Oh, turning, uh, yeah. yeah. Similar so to baking. You're on so the wheel. Slip cast. Bacon pots. Mm. You make shapes. That are unable to be made by a machine hand. Yes. I'll be one of the last to go in the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice to know I'm impervious to robots at this stage. Uh, the Turner Jacko, you operate the pattern wheels to trim to desired Uh-oh. shapes. Oh, patterns, easily repeatable. <laughs> Perfect job for a machine. And uh, the thrower, myself, yep. I you throw shape it on. the clay on a potter's wheel. Again, very hard to very replace human. me. Very <laughs> quite a human skill. Yes. Well done, Ando. Thank you. And well done to yourself. Not not well, well, working yet. They've oh, been oh. saying that robots will take over this job of pressing the buttons since I started yeah. 15 years ago, and I'm still here. So take and that, I robots. That's why. I cannot believe I think a robot the, will make robots more mistakes it down. <laughs> <laughs> I think the robots politely declined it because it's too menial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ahoy also to Eve, who went to hamishandy.com to upload what she's been up to. She'll be exhausted. Ahoy, boys. Eve here. I'd like to thicken the pancake mix of the Pancake Wars saga Ooh. and throw in the fact that there is a thriving pancake kitchen residing in Ballarat. Mm. And I can say with confidence because I'm a past employee, that we have the same ice cream, the same pancake mix, the same maple syrup, the same menu and marketing as the pancake parlours. Wow. When we're told as new employees what to say when we get the dreaded question of whether or not we're the same (laughs) franchise, we were told to always respond with a story. And this is that story. Two brothers got into business together, (laughs) had a falling out over a female lover. They separated from the business, creating two separate ones going at solo, Mm -hmm. one pancake kitchen. Mm which only has a few shops scattered across the country and the other thriving pancake parlour. I hope this helps in the research into the pancake wars. It certainly does. It certainly does. ground is really nice, isn't it? To have someone come out, um, like, and that's like, you know, going clear or something, someone come out of the, because we haven't had any employees come out and go, oh, look, listen, we know. It's it's amazing. It's like when when, a, when when someone of the Scientology Church came out and went down the reveal. We've like, actually got someone on the inside revealing all. This is the phone call Louis Theroux dreams of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ex-employee. Yes. You know, yes. stay where you are. Yeah. Yes, I'm coming to you. <laughs> so, okay, just to recap for people, we have Pancake Parlour in Melbourne. That's the chain I obviously was first familiar with being a Melbourne boy. Yes. Many locations and 
their point of difference, if, if you can call it that, is their heavily pancake themed. Mm. Then we know about pancakes on the rocks. That's in Sydney. That's in Sydney. Same font though. Same saloon font mm. and the suspiciously similar menu. Menu with a couple have. of crossovers. But I mean, it's the same font. We discovered that was the original. That was the original couple. That yeah, and, that, and they and they but they have other foods that aren't in the nineties. According to their website, mm. they made a bold play mm. at ribs, chicken, yep. pizza. Non-pancake specific foods. I had an email come in that said that they only go there for the ribs and chicken. Have never tried the pancakes, which shocked me because I thought that. Right. I just feel like you got a foot in. You know, you you try to yep. please everyone, you please no one. Yep. But they seem to be in business, so bully for them. <laughs> but, <laughs> what does that mean? That's like an old saying. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> okay, great. So they're on the the pancakes on the rocks. That makes sense. There's also many other pancakes on the rocks now. You must feel if you're a franchise owner of, say, pancakes. Are there heaps of pancakes on the rocks? A few throughout New South Wales. Right. If you're an owner of pancakes on the rocks in, like, let's say the Blue Mountains. Yes. You must be like, we're not at the rocks. No. We don't even do pancakes. No. <laughs> exactly. What are we Shouldn't doing? Shouldn't we be called mountain chicken or something? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Pizza in the bush because pancakes on the rocks. We've now lost rocks in the suburb of the rocks. We've now lost all relevance to the title. Anyway, that's their own business conundrum to solve, and I wish them luck with Chicken Mountain. So, (laughs) so now, now we've got the pancake kitchen. coming into the play. That's country Victoria. So this is claiming totally different as well. It's such a strange. So, but we didn't get from her whether that is an. Offspring of it does sound like that's an offshoot. I, I thought was... Pancake Kitchen was Adelaide, remember? And then the... oh, sorry, yeah, that was the original, and yep. so that's gone into Country Victoria. Yeah, before the split, they before they the began split. in Adelaide. They were yeah. the, on the website. If I, now I'm that's right. paraphrasing because if I remember it correctly, it was like we always dreamed of opening a pancake restaurant in Melbourne. So we began in Adelaide, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but then we moved to Melbourne for the real dream. This is yeah. the real dream. History starts now. Yes. That was like the second that's iteration. It was, wasn't it? All the others were practice dreams. This is it's the real, real dream. dream. Can so I throw something else at you? So, what, I, okay. so what must have happened, just for me, yep. chronologically, they've got Pancake Kitchen. Yep. They're still Adelaide. dreaming of Melbourne. Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, then, the couples split up. So they've started Pancake Kitchen in Ballarat. As well. Ho- hoping to get to Melbourne one day, getting that Going little bit Oh, yeah, like almost halfway. So yeah, I yeah. would say Pancake Kitchen in Ballarat is quite, because that's a country town in Victoria, quite that's old. quite old. Then they've split. The Adelaide one dissolves. Yes. Kitchen stays open in country Victoria. Couple that happens of, with couple of country yep. restaurants. You never close You them. don't muck around with that yeah. and it would be a jewel of this town. Yeah. But then Pancake Parlour opens up in Melbourne, starts spreading. Mm. Pancakes, Pancakes on, on the, the rocks. rocks. New South Wales gets a foothold in the rocks, starts yep. spreading. Mm. Changes, deviates slightly away from Pancakes, but not all the way. Mm. And um, that's, that's where we're at. No. The pancake map. The pancake. pancake. I told you this should be its own podcast. I did warn you at the start the pancake wars should be its own podcast. And I'm not just saying this because whether it's today or another show, there might be evidence of other Peter outs. Can I just say this has been a big non Peter out? Yes. I'd like a big point to our show. All Peters are in and they're all listening on this. Yes. Pancake Manor, a lot of, a lot of Queensland (laughs) podcasters. You are glossing over. So there's another. This is the next okay. chapter. So what, a par- what is a parlour? What is a manor? I feel like a manor outdoes a parlour. Absolutely. Of course it does. Yeah. Parlour. I think, wasn't the parlour just part of the house? Where you'd play games? Yes. Maybe. I think you did. <laughs> Seems like, a, is it in the Cluedo board? A parlour, no. I was thinking. Parlour games, I guess. You <laughs> yeah, <laughs> parlour games, yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's fun. It's a fun room. It's not, it's probably more of a, it's probably an old timey rumpus room. Yeah. So. But you might have Better a than bench. a kitchen. You'd prefer to spend time in a parlour than a kitchen. 
and you'd prefer to spend time in a, a manor. manor. And Pancake Manor makes it sound like there's 500 rooms yes. and you wake up in the morning and there's a steaming hot short stack. Yeah. So the Pancake Manor is in Brisbane. People oh. love the Pancake Manor in Brisbane. Same font? Sa- not just the same font, mm. exactly the same font. And Lewis Carroll's Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Same, same Alice in Wonderland theme. They're, they are not connected by as any central... Yeah, as the parlour, because yeah. the pancake parlour is heavily Alice in Wonderland. Well, that's fun. That's in a room that's fun. Themed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that, that, that makes sense with pancake parlours. And the manor is... I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. But they, they, it's like so they why? invented this thinking we would never travel state lines <laughs> or get the internet, because the pancake manor is... I'll show you here. This is the studio. Oh, wow. It's her... And she's yelling perfect instead of lovely. The pancake (laughs) parlour, she yells lovely. (laughs) In the pancake manor, she yells perfect. Pancake on the rocks, do they have a character? um, They don't have an Alice in Wonderland character, but they have the same font. So one of them got that in the divorce. I think one of them probably, I reckon reckon they would have had an, I mean, now we're just imagining, but, Mm. you know, it's a podcast series. You have to, we have to flesh out six episodes. This is where we'd throw to the reenactment. Of a supposed fight yes. between the couples <laughs> where one of them was passionate about the Lewis Carroll theme yes. and the, the rabbit and the Alice in Wonderland and the, the, you know, the pocket watch. Yes. And then the other one was like, I don't think anyone cares about that. Yep. You know, yes, it had a brief, had its moment as a mm-hmm. Disney film, but like, yep. we're not pegging a whole so business to it. it. Have it, yep. please. We'll keep the saloon font. And then, yep. you know, we'll know we're having both. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we're breaking up. <laughs> so that's, that's... We're just waiting now. Basically, Northern Territory, WA, ACT, and Tasmania are the only territories not to get dragged into this. And if they do, it will be an all-out civil war. I would say... Pancake civil war across Australia. Northern Territory, I find unlikely. Is it too hot for pancakes up there? Andy doesn't get pancakes, does he, Jake? No, he really doesn't. doesn't understand what they are. <laughs> We've been through this with you off air. You don't quite understand them no, as a food. I don't really. I don't really. I never really eat it's pancakes. It's never too hot for pancakes. Okay, sorry. The farmer's breakfast, mate, is hash browns, bacon, eggs. All on a pancake. Of course all on but a pancake. But I'm like Darcy. My eyes get confused seeing, yeah. seeing different. Sweet and savoury. I saw apparently there's a, like a pancake lasagna or something. Yeah. That's bizarre. Well, I'm just telling you. Mm. I mean, up in the up in the NT, you know, if you're if you're like mustering cattle or something of yep. a morning, you want pancakes when you wake up. Okay, that's a good breakfast. Okay, well, and you might want them at night with ice cream. <laughs> so it don't matter if it can't be. It's never too hot for pancakes. It's never too cold for pancakes. Mm-hmm. That's why they're the perfect food, and that's why the wars have started over them. I don't know where this goes from here. Well, we never do. What I find mm. fascinating about the Pancake Manor's website is they also have an about. The pancake restaurants oh, like right. to include a history of... And what are they saying about which, this? Which, which seems suspicious to me. Is that just me? Because not, not too... They all have it and they're all kind of painting their own history. The one thing the Pancake Manor has, the Brisbane one, is it's clear that it's, it was formed since 1979. Mm-hmm. Now, the other two talked about this road trip in, in America that they, they're inspired by pancakes. These guys don't. These guys, it just it states their founder is a guy called Roger Meadmore, mm-hmm. and he essentially leased, leased a church and refurbished it into a pancake manor right. in 1979. Is that before or after Parlour? That's about 15 years after the original pancake kitchen in, in Adelaide. So at some point, yeah. and I think by then the Parlour was underway, I right. think by some point. Maybe they're all like Mormons. They, there, was a, there was a bunch of them 
They that, spread out. Then they their missions, and they went off on their mission to try and set up mm. a pancake place and colonize the world. Yeah, and look, if you're trying to colonize the world with pancakes, I get normally I'm, you know, I'd be a bit skeptical about yeah. colonization, yeah. but I'll take if that's what you're coming with. <laughs> <laughs> if it's basically just about pancakes, yeah. you've got my attention. <laughs> that's that's all we've got there. They mm. don't really go into they just go into about how they wanted to serve Brisbaneites. Okay, and they're all 24 hours too. Wow. I don't know how we tie this together. Mm. I don't know. I'll keep trying. <laughs> Guys, a pet update at uh, my household. I hope this involves a shattered ceiling and a rain of plaster <laughs> down as the dog finally grew to the advertised and I dare say promised height. No, it's, <laughs> um, I'm going to shock you. It's about the, uh, the not so... Uh, popular pet in the house, the fish. Oh, is he oh, still fish. around? <laughs> Good on him. Fish, wolf, still going strong. Wolf. Yeah. yeah. What was Fido? It was that Fido got replaced. Remember Fido got replaced yeah. by Beck's sister and then you that's called right. as the ghost of Fido. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good fun. <laughs> to say, um, why'd you do this uh, as we yeah. pranked Beck's no, sister? An important part of the mourning process. <laughs> um, is to have... Um, uh, calls from the grave, beyond the grave, done in a sensitive and joking manner uh, to help people process the loss of a goldfish. Yeah. This, um, these, the golden years, as they're known, Ando, when you had a fish as a dog surrogate, yeah. will always be fondly remembered when Beck was asking for a dog and instead you got her a goldfish yes. for many years. But now you have a real dog, the favourite mm. pet of the house. Yes. And, 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 and I said to Beck, is neglected. hey, the fish is being neglected. Anyway, um, get home. And Wolf is upside down at the top. Trying to get your attention. <laughs> They'll do anything for love, goldfish. They sense it. Um, Beck, immediate panic mode, very upset that, hang on, she's like, something's wrong with Wolf. Um, and I said, I said, no, no. I think she's one of the worst things, that, <laughs> one of the biggest wrongs that can happen. <laughs> and then he's gone to massive no, wrongs. No, no, he'll be right, he'll be right. He, yeah. um, and so I'm doing some Googling. It's it's late at night. and then My fish is stuck halfway through a barrel roll. <laughs> what could be wrong with him? <laughs> Next morning, still upside down, but at the bottom now. Yeah. Right. And like Beck, dead, right? Yeah, Beck, yeah. No, no, still <laughs> moving, still moving. What do you mean? So Beck, like, he's inverted. He's just inverted, but he's, he's so his mouth is moving. Mouth and he's moving. alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so, not dead. He's not dead. Just still, he's still rolling. He's still rolling around. So he's got a ballast in, issue. In, he's still making his way around the tank. He's just upside, upside down. down. So yeah. it is a ballast problem. It's a ballast problem. I. You got a through, bubble caught in him, maybe. You are spot on. Is that what it is? He yeah, because I was like, he's a fart. Right. Yeah. So he's got air trapped in his, in his got, underbelly. So yeah. he's gone. He's floating up. Imagine if we, when we needed to fart, we oh. floated to the roof. I would, I, I, Amish would not I see might as well. I'd move the couch up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd glue the couch to the roof. Just cut so, to the chase and nail everything to the roof. Hame, you know uh, Beckwell. She's not great in these situations. She gets very overwhelmed. She, and so she won't go into the kitchen because that's where it is because it brings her so much sorrow. So she's been crying. She's upset that Wolf is 
upside down. And, Is he, and there's nothing you can do? You can't push on his can belly? Can you squeeze him? Yeah, can you squeeze him? So here's the thing. I suddenly, I'm chatting to different, uh, getting the water tested. I'm chatting to different vets. Um, lot, most vets hang up on you. <laughs> they are like, we don't would, do fish. I would do that, yeah. yeah I would yeah. go, I do do fish, but uh, uh, only over $50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah my so fish needs to fart is not a huge priority yeah, I do a Nemo. I do like a, I yeah. do the tropical stuff. Yeah. I do one of the Mexican fighting fish. Like, yeah, I do you... I do your A-list fish. Yeah. But I'm not doing a goldie. Goldfish, yeah. So they said you have to chat to um, a, a fish vet, but the fish vet got on to, his hours only start at 5 p.m., so I don't think it's his primary job. <laughs> I yep. think he must, he must do something else. And then, um, uh, and then he kicked clocks <laughs> on at five p.m. It's a scam. It was, it's a scam. It was, I mean, you just you just say you're a fish vet to see if anyone fell for it. Um, and it was a mobile number. It's always it wasn't yeah. a premier. No, he's, he's, he's like so, a landscaper. And he's got sure I'll throw fish vet in. So I talked to him. I've also talked to an aquarium, and they said you've got to feed it peas. Said, Gee, that's big. That's a lot of food for a fish. Yeah. Boil. They'll be like us. They'll be like us eating a watermelon. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So they boil peas. Then make sure you take the skin off the peas, and then see a wolf. Cut, cut it into quarters <laughs> like, and try and feed the the the, the fish um, these peas. So I've been, I've done that to make I've him got, fart. I've to make got, him fart. Yeah, apparently a high uh, high protein fiber. or fiber or whatever for the peas um, will 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 help it work through. So I'm I'm got you know roll the sleeves up and I'm lowering these peas in and getting Wolf to eat the peas out of my hand and he's done well, he's that just, yeah just dump them in yeah, you don't even hand just, feed him. well because he's not really moving around that much man. <laughs> you said he was moving before well, when we claimed he was now, dead yeah, yeah he was well, doing laps in my mind yeah, but if you're upside down trying to reach for the cheeseburger he's a little bit disorientated okay so it was definitely they were saying. If you can, I think you did this it, to make Beck think. No, no, the guy said sensitive. make sure you get get the, the 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 fish to eat the peas, right? Okay. So we did that. A very hard thing to do for um, kids as well. And uh, and and he and he and he, and, <laughs> and he ate the peas, and they said wait twenty four hours. Woke up, still upside down, still going fine, but still upside down. So I've rung back the aquarium. He said you're going to have to give it a stomach massage. So I was like, okay, I was out for work, Beck. Kept ringing me, going, "When are you getting home to give the fish a massage?" <laughs> Tell you what, good gig being a pet in the Lee household these days. Not before Beck. Before Beck, you would have been kicked out, and you might not have lived. But now that Beck's on the scene, every animal gets mud wraps, face face cleansers, tummy rubs, massages, Japanese Japanese is thermal more spoiled than Henry. So currently in the house is just a shock to me. So. I'm rushing back from work to get in. She's like, come on, he's still up to anything. So I'm in there and I'm giving this fish a massage. And he gets an erection. I've heard of him radio, mate. It's the oldest story in the book. Come on. Every breakfast show has done this story. And he gets a little boner and it's a bit awkward between you and now he won't look you in the eye. So I've managed to... I managed to kind of not push too hard. Like I didn't push the poo out of them, but I've encouraged. Sorry, so this is still on the tummy. Yeah, yeah a, a poo. You um, did get it out. I've encouraged one out, um, but it didn't, it didn't seem like a full whack. And then he righted himself for a second, and then he's gone back to being upside down. One so, another one. <laughs> another, You're yeah. teaching him so have that, loves goldfish. <laughs> 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 so current state of affairs... Still upside down. Sure. Beck's still requesting that I give him a massage every night. 
oh. um, but still alive. And have you tried to turn him around? Yes. Upright? Yes. And he'll just spin back? Uh, he's, he's, for a while, he's like, this seems mm. like the right way to be. And then, unfortunately, the gas takes over and he's not as a, takes him. Not as a joke. My initial thought here mm. is to get a water bomb, slightly inflate it, right, mm. put it at the top, and using fishing wire or something like that, harness him so it writes him, you know, like thread the fishing. So he's got like a little harness and the and the bubble, like he's oh, in a, I see it's floating saying. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like hot a little balloon. hot air balloon. A hot yeah. air balloon him <laughs> to write him the wrong way. Battle that it small like bubble a, with a big bubble. It seems like a, sh- a short-term solution. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but that'll make that gas bubble he's got float back to where it's meant to be at yeah. the top. Oh, yeah. It'll sort it out. Hamish, could you start knitting him a harness? <laughs> I'm not knitting again, mate. Do I have told you how long the knitting took? Oh, yeah. Hours, Jack. Absolutely hours. Most work I've done all year. My hands are still cramped from that knitting. (laughs) Wolf will have evolved eyes on the on his back by the time, on his front by the time Amy's finished. No, I only knit Um, for very, very close friends, not their fish. And uh, mm-hmm. you are a tough man to please. Therefore, <laughs> therefore an easy man to upset. Hit it, Jack. <laughs> I'm not a tough man to please. Everything is neat and practical. Because yeah. that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. <laughs> And a fresh list. We I, every time I every time we get him in because we really don't ever repeat an upset Andy. No, which I'm surprised. They keep pouring in. I feel in. like they'd be running out by now. They keep pouring when in. They land on my, uh, to be honest, when they ran on my side of the fence, I apologise people because I, as soon as I, because the people are upset and I just delete them, delete them straight away. Yeah. So there's don't be upset. 50% of them are probably right. So there you go. not making it through, which I apologise to that That's crew. good. We're not overfishing it. Yeah. Um, Yep. So many great Putting ones. Putting them coming. back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, if, you've, if, you, if you haven't heard from us and you really thought it was a cracker, yeah. go again. Go again. You might have got Andy's side. Yeah, try and jump back in the boat. <laughs> Sebastian, um, yeah. Sebastian joins us. Sebastian, you got something to upset Andy? Yeah. Ahoy, gentlemen. Ahoy, mate. Uh, when I go into the supermarket and it's time for me to crack out my uh, rewards card, instead of going to the nice, simple app that's on the phone there, I go into my girlfriend's messages, go through into the photos section, scroll all the way down to the screenshot she sent me of the barcode from about three years ago. So sometimes one big scroll gets me all the way there and other times it's a couple small scrolls and I might land on it. I do this a lot. I do this with the Medicare card. I know my wife has sent it to me. (laughs) Yeah, but you can go just to media. You don't have to scroll. You can just tap on and then media. That's Who's got time to go to media? Rewards card card roulette. Like you got to have some fun while the lady asks you for your rewards card. Yeah, I mean it's not. I'm not. It's not terrible because I take photos of all those things and have it in. You can save them in photos in a favourites like. Oh, there we go. Yeah, like <laughs> a <laughs> archive. Yeah, I can't see archive. you going back through all your selfies with Beck no, to try and find the, that would, that the would vets have, discount card or whatever. That would annoy me, um, but it's not red hot for me. Okay, start a medium. Thank yeah, you, Sebastian. Thank That's you, all right. Sebastian. Kay, Kay, have you got something to upset Andy? Hi. Yes, I do. Um, So my mum sent me a photo um, of something that my stepdad did. Um, So day one was just the six pack of yogurts in the fridge, and one of them was open and empty. He didn't want, but he hadn't unsnapped it. But yeah, it was still attached. Hang on, Um, he'd eaten one attached (laughs) to the six pack. I've done that before. I think just he's standing at the fridge. He was. 
wants a French snack. <laughs> that is awful. That's that's peri peri hot as a bad one for me. So instead Hang of on. snapping off the singular one, he'll just yep. peel back one lid, eat it, still attached with with five other ones hanging off it. You did say, Kay, it was day one. What did he do on day yeah. two? The day two, she sent me the photo and it was the two empties still attached to the six. It's gathering mould. Um, and- Do you ever scoop anything out of the jar and eat it? As a straight off in like a, a, in, a little a, treat for Andy? No. Nutella or a bit of peanut butter? Mm, I used to do it with Milo. Dip it. Finger in, lick a finger. You never do a finger in. Why no, not? no, because you don't. People don't want your fingers in their food. They'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the house together. Okay, thank you for that. But nice that cake. is awful, Penelope. <laughs> Penelope, what have you got? Um, so in my kitchen on the counter, we have like a notebook for writing shopping lists and stuff, and mm-hmm. then a cup full of pens next to it. Mm-hmm. If anyone in my family discovers that one of the pens doesn't work, like it's out of ink or something, instead of throwing it in the bin, we'll just put it back into the cup. I recharge it. And, <laughs> and so at this point, it takes like four or five tries to get a pen that works because yep. we've been doing it for years. Oh, yeah. Like only a couple of them work yeah. in a whole cup full of pens. Awful. Yeah, awful. And do you throw pens out? Absolutely throw a pen out. That's exactly what Beck would do. Beck would uh, totally just leave it there. Yeah. And she just wonders why. Because sometimes you go, oh, it might be a bad day. The ink might be feeling not up to it today, but sometimes exactly. pens. Exactly, you've got to give it a chance. Sometimes pens no, come back to no. life. You do you do one lick on the on the nib and give it a scribble. And if it's not coming from there, you throw it out. It's rough. You can tell. That but, is, yeah, that's awful, Penelope. I hate that. Pen life. <laughs> Christina, Christina, what have you got to upset, Andy? Ahoy, boys. Ahoy. Okay, so in the laundry room, we had the carton of washing powder on the top shelf, mm-hmm. and next to it was a carton of bird seed. So normally I'd just grab a carton and free pour it straight into the machine, as yep. you do. Mm-hmm. But a few times I'd do this without realising I'd grab the bird seed. <laughs> I'd be staring in the washing machine thinking, oh, no, what are we going to do here sort of thing? But then was like, oh, well, that's definitely not a problem for right now. Close the lid, hit start, and go about my day. Hang on, wash you wash, wash with bird seed. 100%. It's the water that does most of the cleaning anyway. <laughs> so, you, like an exfoliation for the pants. You're not even liking this. I, I, I would have thought you'd then, I would, my next move would be, I'd understand you'd be like, oh, well, boxes are boxes. But I do know there's a difference between soap powder and birdseed. I would put in more than I would normally put in of the powder on top of the birdseed and give it a birdseed and detergent wash. No, sir. Got a bit on. No time for that. <laughs> I understand. Someone faster and loose than I I understand. And you got a busy day. We've all got stuff to do. I'll let you go, Christine. Let you get back to your jobs. Michael. Michael. Um, upset Andy. G'day, chaps. Um, so, too fast. My fiance and I like a healthy variety of breakfast cereals. Nice. Uh, but those boxes are mostly filled with air and take up lots of space. Mm-hmm. So we just bin the boxes and throw each of the bags on a shelf in the pantry. Mm. Oh, and a, then, thrown uh, bag. Breakfast- a thrown bag is already scr- – <laughs> and he's scrunching his face up at a thrown bag. No. He was with you for binning the boxes, mm. but then the next bit he wanted to hear, I'm guessing, was put it in a sealed Tupperware container. Yeah, cereal ones. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, no no, no containers here. That um, comes with a container is- and it comes with a bag. What is strange about this is I love the fact that it's saving space in the cupboard. Mm. I don't like that you can't readily identify oh, what, what cereal it is frosted, there. Just misty bags. Mm. How do you identify <laughs> cereal? Oh, you just go hunting and see what you grab for that day. That's disappointing. Do you look in the top hole to, to see what's in there? 
Oh, so yeah, tough hole. Well, sometimes if I grab the bag out, there's already a hole on the side. So that's no good. I like yeah, the top hole. So I'll open the flaps on the corner, and sometimes I'll pour it out, and you've got two holes of cereal going the, out into the bowl. Where the other hole come from? Oh, if my fiance jumps in and like pokes a hole on the side and she rips it open because she can't be bothered to do the top. She's very fuzzy. She can't be bothered to do the top flaps on the bag. Can't be bothered. And then I jump in. I see the uh, the closed tops. I'm like, well, this isn't open. So go and open it. And suddenly I've got cereal on the floor. you got a double yeah. holer. I hate all and- that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can just see Andy in pure disbelief here mm. going, mm. You go to the supermarket, mm. you bought the cereal, you bring mm. it home, you've done everything right, mm. and you get home, you're double-holing the bag, you're throwing out the box, you're pouring it all over the floor. You were so close. Yeah, Michael, at our place. Oh, yeah, here we go. The flour comes out, obviously, and it can be poured into a Tupperware thing for extra, for so you can seal it again. Yeah. And then I'll cut out oh, yeah, the I've box. Seen I've seen this in my house. <laughs> this is so bad. This is so bad. So it's the... F- so you have like the title card <laughs> and then you slide that in the container so you know exactly what flour it is or sugar or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that, Mike. But that's, that's so many uh, different cereals and stuff. Like you, you can't have your variety. You know? He wouldn't do it for cereal and he would trust himself to identify Sultana brand mm. over Sustain. Mm. But, yes, I've seen him do it and for pastas too, mm. for, other, yep, for other things that are sealed. Mm. He will get the scissors Got all the effort of cutting out like the doesn't, panel. Doesn't take long. Just a little panel <laughs> to say. I don't, I honestly don't know how you have time to come in here <laughs> with all the extra stuff that you do. Like, thanks, Mike. Haim, I did this last week and it pains me, but I have to do it oh, again. No. <laughs> no. Well, I think I know what this is. Yeah. Are we segment sleuthing? Yeah, we are. Jump and into deck. <laughs> if you have to, you have to. Yes. This sounds like this, sounds like this, sounds like this. If this sounds like that, I'm your man. Andy Lee, Segment Sleuth. We had one from New Zealand where we suspected uh, a little bit of segment stealing. (laughs) Yeah, segment heavily inspired by. And one from England, Ando. That was inspired by us. last, um, Last week, one from England. Really... All corners of the Commonwealth in full treason mode. <laughs> yes. Just um, absolutely milking the colony of Australia for all it's worth thinking no one will find out. This one's closer to home. Um, so I'll firstly, I'll play some audio from a podcast that I particularly love. You don't. Some people might not be into it, but uh, try it. I'd recommend it's trying not it. not for everyone, but for I them. like these guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, something from their podcast a while back. How are you changing the game? Because what, what I want to focus on is those parts of life where we're all just doing the thing we think we're meant to be doing. Yes. But really, the game could be changed yep. for the better yep. for all of us and we should share the message. Ben joins us now. Ben, we've had our producers go through and find a selection of people that are changing the game. Mm. Please tell us, how are you changing the game? Um, so my little game changes the, the Takarito, as I call it. Um, the what, sorry? It's Takarito. Tacarito. Okay. Taco burrito. Yeah, standard, yeah, exactly. Your standard taco, uh, all your fillings and whatnot. But um, outside the outer shells of taco, you put a burrito. So when you take a bite, the taco doesn't split and all your fillings fall out. Oh, jeez, that's a pretty good idea. That is a game changer. So you've got a hard shell taco, hard shell taco surrounded by a big soft shell tortilla. Exactly right. Yeah, that's changing the game. That is changing <laughs> the game. <laughs> Some time ago, and we know that there has been updated work with tacos and burritos. Uh, we yep. haven't done a full update of that, but El, Old El Paso is something we follow closely, but not today. 
Not because today. that was the segment. And um, this one comes in from a show in Melbourne, actually. Let's have a listen. We want to talk about game changers oh. now. What do you think for you is a definite game changer where it's something you do routinely and from the moment you do it, this is it. This is a game changer for me. I'll always do it. It makes things and life go easier. Dan, what's your game changer? Uh, it's wrapping a hard taco oh. <laughs> in a soft taco. No mess. You get all of the goodness from every taco. Yeah, that is know. good because hard taco oh, is oh, always so, so messy. Mm, You're always breaking. Flimsy structure. Yeah. Jacko just coming <laughs> in. Yeah. I now, do. the question here is, Jack, again, again, it's another British person that thinks they can steal from the colonies. But, Jack, the question here is, did you... Take this to Christian, I did not. my lord. I, I promise if we're looking you, for segments, my lord, I think I have one. <laughs> I promise you I did not take game changers in. And not only that, when I was listening to the guy tell about the taco, I was like, this sounds familiar. Really? <laughs> the guy rang up with yeah. the same thing. Just, just, like how, just how like Mrs Doubtfire was at the, at the wrong table in the wrong outfit going, hang on, I've said something from when I'm the guy version and now I'm the nanny. It's always good to have a rehearsal, Jack. <laughs> you crossed worlds. You crossed worlds and you didn't even flinch. So when that comes up in your head in the ad break, do you go, oh, by the way, Christian, we've done that? I, I honestly didn't. It felt familiar, but I didn't know we did it as a segment on Which Hamish I Nanny. do believe for Jack because he barely listens to us. Like, <laughs> like He'd be barely listening to Christian. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. It actually is more like it, it felt familiar, more like somewhere in my subconscious this feels like it existed, but I don't really know where it's from. And you, you, you heard it it's as, from your back, hobby. as <laughs> background noise once and <laughs> yeah. twice. It's from, it, the, same way that, the same way that someone that might have poker as a hobby, um, that might, something might come up in their life that the guys have been chatting about over cars. Yeah. Like, I can't remember every conversation that happens at my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you go out fishing on the weekend, you don't remember everything that, you know, Larry said fishing. Yeah. It's like, you know, he says a lot of stuff. It's just my hobby. It's not like I'm at my job paying attention. So can I ask, is it the same caller or different caller? No, no, same. It's the, it's the, well, it's, it's not the same caller. I think he's got a different name. Um, I think it, but, it's, it's got into society enough now. I think you've, I've seen a few times floating around on Twitter too. So you, it's in society enough now, this, um, this life so hack. My, my, I guess my question is, is the caller more to blame here? Well, you guys started a segment called Changing the Game, which is exactly what we're doing. So that is a show called The Christian O'Connell Show. His sidekick is Jack uh, Haim. Are we burning them at the stake? Yeah, unfortunately, Jack. um, Can I I beg not to? Yes. But um, we won't. (laughs) Yes. I know. Andy, yes, I would enjoy a begging. (laughs) Yeah. No, just like one free pass as friends. Okay. And I won't get you next time. All right. no, Jack, Jack, that's not begging. You yeah. have to beg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to beg. Ando. Mm. And Jack, but look, mostly for Ando. No offence, Jack. Um, this is tradition. <laughs> could be the slogan of the show. <laughs> no offence, Jack. Uh, <laughs> um... Just wondering, mm. uh, sorry to bring up personal business on the show, oh, yes. but just wondering what you're doing Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, this Friday? to see this Friday coming up, yeah. um, if you've got your iCal out, yeah. 
just wanted to see if, I know we've got a few things to chat about. We won't do it here, but I want to schedule in perhaps a Zoom call, a bit of a catch up, maybe a beer over Zoom. Okay. Two o'clock-ish, perhaps in the afternoon, Friday. Yeah, I can do two. Oh, I can't. Sorry, mate. Yeah, what? Sorry, just, I'll be on the course. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Golf. Bloody golf. Yeah, golf again. <laughs> got, a, got a fourth? Got a fourth? Yeah, shit. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, full, 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 full gang. Full, all the Beatles. <laughs> Going around with a full fourth. <laughs> no yeah, full quad. <laughs> full quad. Swinging the sticks. When you get, when you're chipping, <laughs> where do you like to put the ball? <laughs> front of stance, back of stance. Back of stance. For yeah. Me. yeah, really. Okay. I almost oh, had a chance of, ah, back of, stance. of coming back. into... <laughs> Jack, this is what you're missing out on. This sort of funny yeah. joke that we're no, doing fun. about where you would put the ball for a chip. Andy goes front of snacks. No. And then I, well, well, really? No, nah, back of snacks. It's a classic. It's an absolute classic ball positioning Very joke. Funny. You didn't get it. You, <laughs> you, you, the floundering. You I don't know, think you even knew a joke was happening. I don't think you even knew a joke was happening. Well, I actually thought you were saying back of vans, and I was like, well, I do know that is something to do with golf. <laughs> <laughs> Bag of Vance was a golfer, wasn't he? <laughs> no. <laughs> so Bag of Vance was a Will Smith film. He was a golfer, wasn't he? <laughs> no, he, he was, was a, ghost. a ghost. Yeah, yeah but, but he, probably, go- he was on the golf course. Yeah. So yes, he probably of a got golfer him. of a golfer of yesteryear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he would follow around Matt Damon as a go- as a ghost of a like basically <laughs> giving him. Tips is Matt Damon played which golf. Is <laughs> <laughs> which is illegal. Which is actually illegal. Unfortunately, under course rules is illegal. Yeah. yeah Gina can't. Comp, that would not have been allowed. No, no, because I think Matt had his own caddy. You're only allowed one. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's, so, that's outside help. So that's that outside, outside help. help. Bag of Ants was giving him um, reads of putts and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah, unfortunately... Mm-hmm. Um, anyone he was playing in the comp with, if they'd seen that film, they could have yeah. got him kicked off the course. It's the film. Probably Will, got his membership cancelled. Will won the Oscar for it. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that film, was it? All right. No, no it wasn't. wasn't no, but Legend of Bag of Ants, always yeah. one of the um, bridesmaids when it came to um, yeah. came to Oscars. Not even nominated, actually. I'm just looking up now. Not even nominated. So, Jack, so you thought when I go to Andy, where do you put the ball for a chip? And then to say, you thought the exchange was, Andy, where do you put the ball for a chip? Bag of vans? Or bag of vans. Bag of vans? And then Andy goes, front of, front of vans? And then, nah, bag of vans. That's, that's, that's when I started to pick up that it might be something different. But it's not too weird to that's, guess. That's golf, that's golf banter. That a bag of vans might be a shot that was named after a legendary old golfer who... Right. It sounds to me like real. you think that you just that golfers just say bag of vans to each other. <laughs> have a good laugh. What I was going to say, though. Car park. Hey, mate, back of hands. Oh, back of hands. You Back of hands. It's like how we used to say rhubarb in the back of the diner on Home and Away to make it look like they're talking. Back of hands. Back of hands. Oh, back of hands, John. Back of hands, Daryl. Back of hands. Back of hands. Back of hands. You in the clubhouse. Back of hands. I was honestly this close mm. to being in the golf group because a golf sponsor reached out to me wanting to know if I wanted oh, clubs. Wow. You you back you were noodling for this. I was noodling for Callaway, never heard from him. Mizuno yeah. mm. came okay. forward and messaged me and said, We'd love to set you up with clubs. Mm. And Mizuno's good. 
They're okay. Never miss it. It's good. Yeah, they're Never they're a slow but, club. No, well, this is what happened. <laughs> they Funny are, you no. should say. You swing <laughs> through. You swing through, and the club head will be some minutes behind. Mind you, yeah. For some reason, just <laughs> any moment now. Sorry, guys. I've, already, I've done the swing, but yeah. the head should be here in a moment to complete the shot. Funny I've you should say bit. because I said just as a warning. I have taken on a sponsor, big sponsor before, Yamaha, and now slow people guitars. think their guitars are slow. Yeah. <laughs> they withdrew the offer. <laughs> <laughs> they withdrew the offer. Oh, no. Well, good on you, Jake, yeah. for being such an honest that's weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could be sitting there going, look, you know, mm. yeah, no I worries. get your exposure on the show. I can say it many, many times. Um, I'll absolutely get the name out there. But you've been you've done the right thing and gone. <clears throat> I cannot always promise that it will be received. I knew slow clubs were coming. If I was going to part or swing with those Mizunos, yeah. I knew that they would be called slow. So <laughs> I thought it was only fair to mention that up front. And I thought with my honesty, they might go, you know what? You've been honest. We're still going to deliver the club. <laughs> they chose <laughs> no, not to. Absolutely <laughs> slam the door shut. They slam the door shut. Now, the only way that you can really go forward here, Jack, yeah. is Annie and I. And he has a sort of, I think, a formal deal with um, the wonderful people at TaylorMade. I independently Pick chose them, them yes. um, judged them to be the the leading golf equipment specialist. Nothing to do with the contacts that we had in place. Oh, <laughs> certainly. After I'd made the choice, it was nice to then get the number off. Yeah. The menu. We came to quite an advantageous decision. Yeah. The only chance you've got here, Jack, is to for, for you to pick a non-shunned golf brand. Yeah is to follow suit and get into TaylorMade. Yes. Mm. And I, so what I was meaning to say after I said no thanks to Mizuno when they withdrew, Miz- the, no, withdrew no, the offer. Sorry, sorry, Mizuno, do you know anyone at TaylorMade? <laughs> was. That's fine, Mizuno, because I'm actually a TaylorMade man and always was. Interesting. So you Sounds like you're here. quite open to the idea of Mizuno's, which Annie and I never would be. No, no. no I've, I actually I told them I couldn't do it, essentially. No, they risk through their offer. Who did you say no thanks to? <laughs> hey, we withdraw, we withdraw our offer. No thanks. What? <laughs> um, no, I'd love uh, to hit some tailor-mates, in all honesty. Okay. If that, <laughs> if that number is still floating around. Um, hey, hey. Unfortunately, it does Amish, seem like you are, are you playing Friday? Yeah, that's the idea. Uh, Been trying to get out a fair bit. Yes, done, a, done three driving range sessions. Yes. Um, very positive. Very How are you feeling? Is it, do you feel this? Ask Golly, my coach, mate. Is it a peter out or is it a? No, it's I'm petering in. I'm sl- it's a slow it's a slow peter in because mm. it's certainly I haven't I haven't. It takes quite a lot of time, doesn't it? You've got to get time. to the course and yeah. Um, I've just got quite a full plate as it stands. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had to get a side plate for right. this. Yeah. Okay. Um, but heading out for we did go out last week. Mm. Went out headed out last week. Yeah. And this is when I did the chipping practice because the course was shut because of weather, but I still managed to um, practice some chipping. That's where I did the ball at the back of stance. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, then heading out Friday, looking looking likely to swing the old sticks on Friday. Nice. Where are you playing? Golf (laughs) courses. You have to go to the course. You can't just play. You need you need the full setup, mate. You need the fairway, you yeah. need the tee. You yeah. can't just go to an oval. I just, That's not good enough. Just when normally in golf chat, um, you, you'll go, someone will go, I'm playing Friday, and you'll say, where, where are you playing? And you won't say back of hands as an answer. You, you'll, you'll, say, you'll, you'll say the you'll course. You'll say the course, yeah. And haven't someone, decided yet. Okay. And then people, um, then people go, oh, you know, that's when people go, oh, gee, the, the 12th, what a beautiful hole, or whatever. Oh, like, great. I'm looking forward but, to saying some of that. <laughs> Because that's, yeah, this is the world I'm learning about. Yeah. 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 
but I'm, I've been out and I'll, I'll send you some of my videoed swings I'd because, like that. again, Zoe's not interested. Yep, but I would be very interested. Thank you because, gosh, it's a phenomenal how uninterested a wife can be. <laughs> It's like you've just never seen like levels of interest this low in an awake person. <laughs> yeah, and we, like and, and we work it's with, quite we work with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Jack should give you a run for your money, mate. I reckon we bring you guys in here and go side to side. You pretend you're paying attention to the show. She pretends she's interested in golf. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.